Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. Hey everyone, a uh, big uh, happy new year from, from all of us, uh, Evertrack. Um, first Tuesday tune-in of the year, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I'm so refreshed. This feels like about a year ago now we were saying, should we start doing something like, uh, you know, like a live every week? You know, what should we call it? So, no, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Hope everyone had a good New Year. Yeah, definitely. I hope. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year. Hey, Bri. Hey, Shona. Uh, hey, Mark. Nice. Hey, Joel. Hey, Paul. I know. I remember, mate. Even, even after all yeah, that. We mean to go on, innit? <laughs> hey, Olivia. Um, yeah, if you have joined us, uh, do say hello, uh, just so we know who's here. Um, give us a little thumbs up or a little hello. Happy New Year, Leah from Australia. What are you doing up? It must be, what, half 11 where you are um, uh, in the night. Uh, but great to see that you're watching us uh, late at night as well, Leah. Um, yeah, so it's been a nice break over Christmas, but it's also been um, a bit crazy because the last time we spoke, there's been all this craziness about variants, lockdowns. It's been fun. Uh, well, not so fun, really, is it, Dave? It's been a bit... Of, uh, oh, it's been it's been crazy. Yeah. As soon as you think you can plan for something, oh, I know. You know, it's 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 been a bit of a strange Christmas, I think, for everyone, right? I mean, you know, yeah. in the lead up to Christmas, I think when the last time we did a live, we were like, oh, it's going to be awesome, get together with your families and stuff. And then by the time Christmas happened, none of that happened. But you yeah, know, stay positive. It's been good. We had a little bit of time off as well, which was uh, you know most welcome, most welcome. Um, yeah, but then it was I'm actually. I'm actually good to be had it, glad to be back now, mate. Glad to be back. Yeah, absolutely. It's been um it's certainly been a challenging time. And you know, we don't want to go into too much detail. Obviously, you can find all that information on the BBC News. You know, we with us, um, you know, we're we're looking to plan ahead, which is what we talked about today. Is you know, let's let's plan for when we can, is is the fact is, you know, it is challenging at the moment. Um, you know, we we are more excited than ever this year, um, you know, because of last year. And we're determined that, you know, when we can get back to the mountains. We can and we will, and we're going to have a, a freaking awesome time. But in the interim, whilst these lockdowns and you know it's not going away, uh, Dave, back last March when this happened, we were thinking, oh, you know, by what do you think, end of the season, July maybe, and then obviously yeah. last year happened. Yeah, yeah, it was all all fun and games, but I I I didn't think that we'd still be here now, especially as we go into 2021, like. Unfortunately, we've had to um, stop a lot of our trips in uh, January and February. And over the last 24 hours, we've been trying to reach out to everyone on those trips to, to kind of reschedule because it's clear, you know, um, especially UK at the moment, it's we can't, we're not allowed to travel. Um, you know, we're, we're all yeah, Dave, you were looking forward to going away as much as anyone, right? Third time, mate. Third time. <laughs> so, like, yeah, no, I was due to go over to Kathmandu yeah. um, and about a week over in Nepal um sadly you know it's just it's not the right time is it you know and uh, i yeah. think i don't want to invite all that stress into my life so i'm gonna hang fire and go later on in the year i think you know see, see, how, yeah. see what happens exactly exactly mate and look uh you know let, let, let's let's keep on the positive side because you know when we when we can go back we can and um, one thing i've noticed over christmas and i i dropped a little email out to everyone earlier was being on the group uh everyone's keeping active everyone's out there you know where you can where you can go, um, you know, there's been a lot of winter conditions around, which, although it's been a bit frustrating in one way, because you can't get out there, but if you live locally to somewhere that's had snow, I hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> I've been building yeah. some snow, man. I hope you get, you've had time out there, and you've, and you've had a great time, um, but it was really inspiring to see so many people get out over the Christmas period, and still do their training, knowing that it's challenging time, uh, that you can't, you know, maybe trips are a little bit further off than when you thought, um, you know, so that's, that's great to see, yeah. Um, I, I think it's uh, as part of anything, and we're talking about planning today. Still, crack on with your training. Um, there's never, it's never too soon to start your training, even if you're going twelve months, two years down the line. You know, you can always start. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, uh, that that was awesome. I've seen some pics as well, so it was great to see um, some pictures of the snow, some pictures of new equipment bought, some Christmas prezies that came along. Uh, this is one of mine. Uh, I, I think it's some sort of yeti. I don't know if it's me self-portrait or something but this has replaced my evertrek mug now yeah uh, but you know it's all good i, I think it's, uh, it gives a little bit of resemblance dave what do you think um it's it's uncanny mate it's uncanny mm -hmm. i mean the fact that you do often walk around with lights 
sort of like wrapped around you as well, you know, so we don't lose you in the snow. But um, but no, it's been great. Yeah, like like you said, I think the, the training is something that's been particularly good. I mean, yeah. diet went out the window over Christmas, but training has been pretty good. You know, I really enjoyed getting out there and doing yeah. some stuff. You know, and I think that I think that's probably the one thing that's kind of like keeping me sane at the minute. You know, is being able to get out there and get a sweat on. And like you said, it's it's good conditions. I mean, to be fair though, it, it didn't stop raining over Christmas. But as soon as the rain stopped, it started to freeze, and now we've got some awesome stuff. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think what I have for Christmas. I don't know if I've got anything around my desk that I can show anyone. Um, I tell, I I tell you what, yeah. We, I did have I a new say. thing. Okay. So this is what Fee got me, the Bimbling Yeti. It's a, um, it's a sloth with a pineapple on his head. That is very right. random, Dave. Yeah, so he, go, he goes up there, you see, next to Betty the Yeti. So like he's yeah, got a little... Nice. Uh, that's that's his home there, look, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, mate. Look, that's a beautiful Prezi. Dave, I I feel like you've got something else on your desk as well. I don't know if you want to share uh, it. Well, I got a couple I got a couple of things on my desk as well. One of the really good, exciting things that happened over the last few days was this. So next to me are the Evertrack jackets. So <laughs> Yeah. So um, everything, uh, all the jackets that you guys ordered, um yeah. support the team over there. Um, we've got some really interesting, cool updates for you guys to show you just exactly how far the money went um, yeah. and what it did for the guys over there as well. So we'll be sending all that out to you guys soon. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, you know, it made a massive difference. So like all those jackets here that you guys um, got, um, you know, for for helping the guys in the poll, yeah. um, we'll be sending those out over the next few days. Um hopefully today, but it's about whether we can get to the post office because we are in a lockdown at the minute, but we'll be getting those out to you as soon as we can, um, yeah. top priority. But honestly, guys, the difference that it made over there and it's when you see what it did and, you know, how many people it supported and all this, you know, the food and, uh, you know, yeah. the financial support that all the team got over there, it's made this sort of, um, you know, this whole COVID nightmare for them, you know, so much easier to bear. It's bought yeah. the months of time that they're able to sort of, you know, get by and, and, and wait till the industry kicks up again. So, yeah, awesome job, you guys. Yeah, nice, Dave. Yeah, I couldn't have put any better myself, mate. It was, uh, yeah, seeing some pics and news. Um, uh, you know, he's the one who's, uh, that's been helping us, uh, our sort of Nepal operations manager. Um, you know, he put all this together and uh, obviously we, you know, great to see so many orders come in. Uh, so they arrived in, in the office now. Um, yeah, me and Dave still working in the office, but the rest of the team, are working from home at the moment because of the um, the lockdowns, etc. Um, yeah, but we'll uh, definitely get them out this week. Uh, you know, uh, so you can see your jackets. They're lovely. We tried some on. Uh, they did give us a couple of electric shocks, though, Dave, didn't they? With all the that's that's one I thing. Know, yeah, I, I, don't whether, I, I don't know whether it's like these these things. So, um, if you're wondering why some are red and some are, but I believe the red are the uh, the girls and the black is the guys. But yeah. for some reason, yeah, the static on these is is you could set off a firework with your finger. I, I tell you, like. <laughs> Like I took one out just to have a look, um, and yeah. uh, it was my old man's one, and I took it out to try it on. I can do that with my dad's. And um, I touched Andy, he got shocked. I touched the door, that got shocked, everything got shocked. So it's, it's actually a remarkable way to ensure that people socially distance from you because coming near you, <laughs> you know, there's a risk they'll get blasted through the wall or something, you know. But um, but that's just because they are shockingly good value. <laughs> very good day geez I, I, i'm having a bad influence on you my puns what's going on I, uh, I wasn't a punner remember and years ago i wasn't a punner and then uh, you punned me into the grain mate and um and now i think if you can't beat them join them <laughs> now um yeah, go back to the jackets uh yeah fantastic effort by you know loads of you who's ordered them um i think we actually raised over it, when we sent money over was five thousand dollars US dollars, which was fantastic because, um, you know, we'll be sharing this on social media over the coming coming days. Um, yes, yeah, Shona, it is dad jokes, um, really bad dad jokes um, seem to be floating around the office right now. But, uh, you know, mm. we'll mm. see if we can try and improve them in 2021. Maybe that's a New Year's resolution. Though. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't think we should make promises we know we're not going to keep. <laughs> you know, okay, okay, that sounds This good. is the best it's going to be because we're still fresh from all the crackers, you know, like... Oh, yeah, it's all downhill from you with regards to the jokes. But um, um, no, but we'll we'll be sharing some um, some images and you know what uh, who it impacted. Um, obviously, we want to help everyone as much as we can. Uh, but you know, we got a lot of history over in Nepal with with the people. We got some you know great team over there, and they've had it hard, uh, like everyone has. We know that. I mean, the entire world's had it hard. But 
you know, we try to make a little bit of a difference, support their families, and it was it was very greatly received. So yeah, yeah uh, before we move on, just a huge thanks for for me and the team. Um, you know, it's been yeah, it's been um, it's been great to see. Uh, so yeah. thank you very very much for helping us with that. Right, Dave. Um, today then, where should we start? I mean, we we always talk about you know, let's plan for when we can. Uh, it was actually Jen, uh, the lesser spotted yet, who came up with it. We were chatting yesterday, yeah. and and she just came, just said it out of nowhere, and I was like, brilliant. Love that saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we can't really go anywhere right now, especially the last 40 hours everything has happened. Over Christmas, we can't. But what can we do in between until we can go away? Um, and we, you know, we, we were chatting yesterday and we, we were thinking, like, when is the best time to plan or to book a trip or anything? And, and we, get, we, we, we agreed. We had a chat and we said, well, actually, now is the best time because... Yeah. For, for me, Dave, I mean, I was talking to you about it, is that I think if anything last year taught us is that life can just change at any time, uh, out yeah. of nowhere. It can just hit you in the back of the head and, and, and you're like, oh, crap, you know, and it kind of realized then that you've got to make the most of it. Like, you know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, but, you know, making the most of what you got and getting on these trips is, uh, you know, is, is, is paramount, is hugely important. So it today... To now is is the best time to plan and to, to get on these trips when we can because yeah. as soon as we can because you never know down the line and you know fingers crossed guys that anything can strike at any time so i always think the time you've got maximize it if that's ticking those things off your bucket list if that's spending more time with family that's going out hiking with your family or seeing more of your friends whatever it is you know everyone's uh, everest is different i think but um you know if you're here you know i like to think that you know there's a lot of our ever trekkers are on here you're into the mountains. You're into trekking. So right, let's 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 try and help make that happen as as as, as quick as we can. So, look from us to you, we're here to help. These Tuesday tune-ins, we love doing them since last April when we started doing them. We're going to continue for the foreseeable because we love it. Um, and you know we're here. This is uh, this is what we're for. So, any questions? Fire them in today. Obviously, we've had a few already, Dave, haven't we, around? Um, yeah, we've had quite a few. Yeah. Um, I mean, quite a lot about the trips and stuff like that, which is kind of why yeah. we. It's all relevant with regards to, you know, people's concerns about the trips and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're trying to, again, plan for when they're going to be going, you know. Um, and it was, yeah, it was like yesterday, you know, I was thinking I was complaining to Jen that, again, you know, my trip to Nepal, I've um, decided to uh, postpone it. You know, I didn't want to invite all that stress into my life. So I've just decided to postpone it. And also, you know, yeah. there's some more things we'll talk about as well with regards to why it's not a great idea. But at the same time, I was like, well... You know, one thing that particularly helps me, you know, and it, especially in terms of things like mental health and sort of physical wellness and stuff like that is like having these plans and sticking to them, you know. And yeah. one thing that I begin to learn about, you know, um, you know, this COVID era and stuff like that is, you know, we always plan and we like to plan our lives and stuff like that. But it's actually a new style of planning that I'm sort of learning to adapt with now, which is sort of rolling with the punches a little bit, you know, yeah. and being adaptable to change. Um, you know, I always thought I was, but then I realized perhaps. I wasn't because, you know, the, you know, you, you get, you have these grand ideas and grand plans and you think you've caught everything, but like everything in life, it's not the stuff that you can see. It's the thing that blind signs you, blind signs yeah. you like out of nowhere that's like knocks you out and, you know, turns things upside down. But actually I'm learning to roll with those punches now. And I think you guys are as well. Um, and that's, you know, where we wanted to start the new year was with that message. Like, you know, that, you know, we're going to have to learn to sort of, you know, bob and weave a little bit, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, our sort of grand ideas but like Andy said as well you know it might not even be Everest or Kilimanjaro you know you know it yeah. might be just getting out and seeing you know nature and using that air exercise that you're allowed to get out and do a run or a bike or a hike or something like that you know to keep your keep your you know keep those neurons firing and keep the ideas flowing yeah nice Dave I think um you know I always ask ask myself I, I you know we're, we're close friends as well you know, what's, what would it take to make certain things happen? Um, you know, when it comes to these trips and it seems like an obvious question, what would it take? Well, an actual bloody flight right now would be nice. <laughs> um, yeah. But essentially, you know, if there's something, and we always talk about, you know, that maybe um, there's a few hills to sort of uh, climb first before you can go on a trip. But essentially, uh, what is what is kind of holding you back or stopping you from, from going on a particular journey uh, in terms of choosing to go? Sometimes, like Dave said, is, is getting it in the diary, um, you know, just thinking, right, I'm going to pop it in and it's there and I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to they're going to hold me accountable to going whenever that'll be. 
Um, and I think that makes a huge difference. Um, I think if we just talk about it, it's always a pipe dream. It's not in the diary. It's not real. It's not tangible. Um, and that's the thing when it comes to these, you put in the diary, these goals, um, you know, sometimes they can, uh, you know, appear like a big, massive beast. So chunk them up a bit, you know, make them into smaller goals. That you, and then after you achieved a couple of those smaller goals, it actually makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, and then essentially the more small goals you, you achieve, you get closer and closer to your bigger goals. Um, you know, I mean, I, I hate to feel like I'm, I'm teaching people to suck eggs here. This is just stuff that we talk about. And, you know, I think it can make a difference sometimes because, uh, you know, if, you, if you're on this live now, we know what sort of person you are, really, in terms of where you want to go, what you want to do, how you feel right now. Because much like you, you know, um, like as Dave, he wanted to go uh, on, on a couple of trips. Dave, I know you've had three or four trips you've had to postpone, like many people. But, you oh, know, yeah, it's so a bit crap. It's a bit like, oh, it is what it is. But you know, let, let, let's plan for when we can. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, it is one of those things where I, I really do emphasize and understand where people's situation is. Um, you know, it kind of leads us on to the first question, which is probably the, the most asked question right after Christmas by Rob Jones. He yeah. said he's done to EBC in February with everything happening with the new COVID strain. Is the spring season likely to go ahead? Biggest question. It's the one I'm answering the most on a daily basis at the moment. And our our thoughts, feelings, and recommendations, and, and what we feel is best, and actually what kind of has to happen, is that it's probably, it's I think definitely January, February, and and potentially March is yeah. there's a serious question, and probably it's best to postpone those trips that if you if you are on one, which I know yeah. doesn't come as good news, you know I had to actually tell myself that news, <laughs> and, and I didn't like yeah. it. But the situation over in Nepal is that at the moment they've stopped flights from the UK landing because of the new variant. Um, we were talking to people yesterday and then we also had the news yesterday that Scotland's gone into a national lockdown. England are in a national lockdown. We expect Wales to follow on soon. So actually traveling is is not feasible. If it was feasible, would it be safe? Um, and if it, if it was yeah. feasible and if it was safe, would you be able to go and then come back within a reasonable time scale and not get yeah. delayed? And actually the answer to those things, is it feasible? Not really. Is it safe? Not really. And can you get out there and come back within a reasonable time scale without being delayed? Not really. Um, yeah. And particularly when some people aren't even letting us in, some of those not really become definitely no's. And I think, yeah. you know, the, what we don't want to happen is for you guys to go out there because I, because mostly we're probably like me, which is like, you know, if you saw a gap in the door, you'd go, <laughs> you know, but actually it's not the full experience. It's not going to be what you guys want to do out there. So, we think definitely, and didn't it? January, February. Yeah, we've, we've looked at. Um, I, I mean, over the last forty hours, we've since we're coming back, we've uh, you know we we chat with the team and obviously looking at the rules um, because when we when we were last doing a Tuesday tune in, you know, it was a few things that weren't what it is now. So you have yeah. to take those into account, and uh, obviously, uh, especially the UK with the new variant and everything, um, uh, you know, and the new lockdowns. Yeah, it's clear that you know legally we're not allowed to run trips during January and February. That's that's clear. Um, so we've, we've had to, um, you know, in terms of, um, uh, January, February, then we've had to get in touch with everyone there, reschedule their trips. Um, the rest of the spring at the moment is, isn't like, it's not confirmed, um, because, you know, we're, we're always a little bit flexible, but also, you know, from us as well, we've always liked to think that we're, we're open and transparent with you guys. Uh, you know, anything that, how we, our thoughts, we, we want you to know that because, um, you know, we, we like to think that we've got sort of. Uh, you know, good good knowledge on what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to get any easier, um, unfortunately. So, you know, we are recommending that, look, you know, if you're not up for last minute off the beat decisions that you can, okay, um, you know, okay, I, you know, make it like two or three weeks before, then uh, then it might be worth rescheduling, um, whether that be the autumn or into next year. Um, obviously, there's trips during the summer, which aren't, say, Nepal, because we you know, we have a lot of, I'd say 90% of our customers do go out to Nepal. Obviously, we've opened up Kili, we've opened up South America and North Africa. And that's, you know, a little bit different because of the dates. But essentially, with the spring, we're sort of recommending that you do potentially re reschedule a trip if, um, yep. you know, if you're of the opinion you, you, you're not happy to wait until right before you can go. Because that can be issues with flights. Um, obviously, if you, if you booked a trip with us, we don't organize your international flights. Um you know, to be honest, it's probably best because of all the changes we've had to make in the last year. Um, but anything and everything to do with your trips, you know, we are super flexible, guys. As you yeah. know, if you've been if you've been around the community for a while, 
um, you know, you can change your trip at any time, um, you know, no fuss. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll obviously make the trip happen when, when we're allowed to, to go. Um, so yeah, it, it, it comes down to you and, and, and how you feel about that because as a, um, you know, professional trekking company, we can advise and obviously legally we can't run trips in, in January, February because people, uh, you know, are not allowed to travel. Um, and certain countries will let us in. Um, you know, so that's different. But, you know, with regards to the rest of it, we're still a wait and see. But our recommendation yeah. is that you do reschedule. But uh, Exactly. And yeah. again, you know, bringing it back yeah. to sort of planning, you know, for when we yeah. can, which is, you know, a big theme for us today. Yeah. It, you know, we're just thinking ahead now, you know, when you, it's so changeable. Like no one could have predicted this new variant. I mean, maybe someone might have, yeah. but you know, certainly us laymans weren't able to predict it. So yeah. it obviously threw a spanner in the works. Now, the thing is that we're looking at it and we're thinking, what was it like last year when it just started? Cases were similar to how they were now. We know what effect that had later on in the season. So, yeah. you know, in terms of like planning ahead and things like that, we think it's best, you know, that like Andy said, you know, that if, if you do want to reschedule and stuff like that, and just to reassure you as well, isn't it? And the way, yeah. you know, we're, we're actually remarkably lucky, you know, as individuals and as a company, you know, we've done, we fared very well, you know, and so it's all gravy. It's all good. Oh, we yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's just, yeah. It's literally just these, you know, these these hurdles that are quite rightly in place, you know, in a lot, a lot of places, you know, because we know the numbers are sky high. We know a lot of people are having, you know, a very difficult time getting over this virus and yeah. it's impacting a lot, a lot of people. So by doing the right thing and and not traveling, you know, I can see I can see the value in it. Um, but yeah. So hopefully we've hopefully we've covered off that. Hopefully that's answered yeah, quite right. a few questions as well because we know quite a few people have asked about the same thing. Yeah, I know, just going through the questions. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, and any other questions there? Because I, th- I suppose yeah. what, we'll, dive, we'll dive into the Q and A side of things. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any uh, everyone on the live, you know, any any further questions, definitely, you know, throw them in as always. Um, you know, uh, we even got one. What, what was the best Christmas present? We'll come on to that. Uh, but yeah, um, Lee Stevenson's asked, um, Happy New Year to all Evertrek. Happy New Year, Lee. Um, you booked Island Peak uh, for next year, I think, isn't it? And I noticed you're the only person on the trip at the moment. Uh, obviously wants to meet other people. Um, yeah, all part of the trip. Um, so just want to uh, potentially change later, I'll leave it. Does Island Peak usually fill up a bit? Yeah, I mean, we've got some, I think with Island Peak, you know, it's different compared to, say, you know, an EBC, you know, if you go to Everest or Killy, where groups are a little bit bigger, just because of the popularity. Uh, with Island Peak, they're a little bit smaller. You know, you're talking sort of, you know, on average, say, six to eight people. Um, it depends on, on the date. I mean, generally, as we get closer to a date, it does fill up. You know, you've been super organized. You were booked in quite, um, you know, quite far in advance. But generally, yeah, you'll have a few more people on there. Um, you know, we are uh, promoting those sort of trips a bit more as well. And they're becoming more popular. Um, you know, loads of our customers who, who have reached Everest Base Camp or Summit Achille and they want to try something a bit different. You know, Island Peak could be that option, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a great trekking peak. Uh, it's in a fantastic part of Nepal, in the Kumbu region, um, you know, in the Everest region itself. So, yeah, it's becoming a lot more popular. So, yeah, well, you know, as, as we get closer to the time, Lee, um, you know, just like I said, just drop us a, a question or a message. and We can let you know, you know, OK, we've got a few more people on there now. If not. Like I said, we're super flexible. If you want to bump that to a, another date that's got more people on, happy to do that for you, no problem at all. Because, you know, if um, some people do like going on their own, uh, I've been trekking on my own before. I know a lot of our customers have, especially earlier on uh, in the Evertrek journey. Um, now we, we get a lot of groups going and, you know, it's part of getting to, you know, meeting people, making friends. You know, it is part of the group dynamic is fantastic. Um, you know, it's a big part of going on these adventures. So, yeah, if that's if that's what you want, then we, you know we'll, we'll we'll make that happen for you. No problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, Simon Dowling has asked. Um, yeah. He's going to Nepal uh, October EBC. Uh, does yeah. he think it'd be a requirement to have the vaccine? Uh, yeah. To the the honest answer is we I don't know. Um, I don't think it'll be a requirement to have the vaccine before you go. Um, I think that the rollout of the vaccine is going to be as much that once they start getting you know millions of them out there. Yeah. The, the overall effect will be that the numbers will drop significantly enough to where it's not such a high risk factor for traveling. Yeah. So that's my opinion, but honestly, I don't know. Um, I think that more likely than tests, uh, more likely than, you know, vaccines, they'll, con- they'll still continue with the tests, you know? So like negative yeah. tests before you arrive, 
maybe another one when you arrive and stuff like that before you can go on to the Kumbu. That might potentially be um, a situation. They've certainly had rules like that now. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think um, probably not. But I don't know. It's the honest answer. But just using, just based on what I know about the travel industry, I would say they probably won't require you to have a vaccine because I know it's going to be available to different people at different times in different countries. So it's going to be a hard thing to kind of ensure. But the testing should be that that will yeah. probably be in place, you know, for the foreseeable anyway. I'd say so. Yeah, no, it's a good question, and uh, you know, I think it's all, also as well is is something like uh, when when it's rolled out, you know, there's been talk, isn't there, and on the grapevine of uh, like vaccine passports, things like that. Who yeah. knows? I think um, you know, there's nothing that we've heard on the grapevine that, like like Dave said, that you know, that's going to be brought in. But uh, as as we know, at the drop of a trilby hat, you know, things can happen. Dave, I know you like that one from uh, from last year. Drop of a trilby, mate. Drop of a trilby. <laughs> yeah. No, it's panic. I know it's become become a saying in the office now. Yeah, saying in the uh, office now. Drop of a drillby. You'll come out with a drop of a drillby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, things can change on a daily basis. So um, you know, it's it's definitely um, like us. You know, if we hear information, we'll we'll definitely feed that back to you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, some some good questions. I mean, yeah, a lot of obviously talking about you know the situation. Um, but yeah, one question I did see was from uh, Mr. McAlpine. Hey, Bry, how are you, mate? Um, Happy New Year and thanks for your Christmas card. We got it in the office. Um, what's wrong with getting delayed? Um, yeah, Bry had a uh, was one of our lucky Evertrekkers Ever in a way to get out last March, but then was stuck in Kathmandu for um, a number of days, well, quite a long time. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there's certain benefits to, to being to being stuck uh, in Kathmandu in a lovely five star hotel with plenty of beers and a relax. But you know, it was um, it's not something that we want to do on a regular basis, but even though it's nice sometimes just because it's uh, as dave said earlier about if you can get out to a country and we can't get you back it's not great yeah. you know we, we don't want to be like for sending 300 people out and you can't get thing. back that can turn into a major incident so we've got to be careful with that i agree with you a little extended <laughs> holiday for a month in nepal doesn't sound like a bad idea but it's a lot easier when there's like a group of like 10 of you than when there's like 300 <laughs> you know, so if we have like hundreds of people over there then things become a little bit sketchy but um, just to sum up as well, there's a few people like Gary asked a question yeah. about his trip. Um, yeah. So did Brian Grist. So did Mark um, Beecroft. Um, so essentially all asking the same thing ab about trips in the spring season and stuff like that. So again, yeah. just to reiterate, our recommendation is, you know, probably best to postpone those trips. Give us an email, um, you know, get in contact with us for all the normal channels and we can do that for you straight away. Um, and get you confirmed onto another one so you can start to uh, plan for that. Um, but Dave Rimington, what was your best Crimbo Prezi, Azzy? Azzy? Andy? Jesus, <laughs> mate. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, I quite enjoyed the, uh, the the wooden bottle opener you bought me. It's now in my bar. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. Andy's, Andy's taken matters into his own hands. If he can't go to the bar, he will bring the bar to him. <laughs> so, um, I have. I've yeah. built a... I've built a uh, a mini pub in my well it's on the side of the house but um a little lockdown project and it's called the drunken yak is the pub so um yeah if you can't go to a pub you've got to build one so it was all good yeah yeah no quite happy no. with that uh awesome. maybe one day we'll have uh, when we're allowed we'll get some people around but uh, maybe in the future eh? yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh, i can see bride already in his car <laughs> you know, yeah, I think yeah, Brian, Nick, yeah. anytime. <laughs> not, not sure what mine is. I had some of these new Apple uh, headphones that I'm using now, so they're really good. good. Really, really good, good for like training as well. You yeah. know, on the bike or like hiking or running or stuff, they're brilliant. Um, I but I'm but I'm gonna go with um my uh sloth with a pineapple on his head. Okay, well, interesting. My favorite, yeah, because you know, Fee, Fee knows me. She knows that, uh, you know, a furry sloth with a pineapple, something I can hang up. That's going to be perfect. Yeah. So love a trinket for the wall. Um, <laughs> Very good. I know, Dave, your wall's filling up, mate. We're going to have to uh, give you a bigger wall again. Uh, yeah. Or I'll have to take it and repurpose it on the other wall. Yeah. My art project, you know, was so, so popular that it's now been moved to another wall. But that's yeah. fine. I can see them. <laughs> um, just a couple of um, as I'm going through the comments here, I can see there's been a few uh, comments. We, we talked about the the vaccine again, uh, but Mark von von Rossum, um, you know, Mark works in the industry. He's obviously got his contacts and mentors uh, mentions uh, about Qantas confirmed that'll be their policy going forward. Oh, uh, the vaccine is a requirement prior to travel. So yeah, it's been interesting, Mark. 
cheers for letting us know, mate. Um, it's always good to, to hear that. And this is this is why I love the, the community. Anyone that's involved in, in, in certain industries and can share any knowledge, that was just always fantastic to hear. So cheers, Mark. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's who knows on that kind of things. And if it is yeah. rolled out, great. Let's uh, bring on the vaccine. Well, Marky boy, is always, uh, he's always very informed. So feel free to send him a message. He's going to get heaps of messages now. I've just uh, filled the day for you there, mate. But no, yeah, no, very knowledgeable guy, as, as you all are. But um, no, yeah. very interesting. Um, yeah, very interesting. That's, um, yeah, I didn't think they would. But uh, I'll look into that, Mark, and uh, double check out what the plans are. See what yeah. uh, Qatar are doing, because I think they're predominantly the most uh, frequently used, especially by us as well. So. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, let's have a very good Brian. Sorry, I just saw Brian's message. And happy New Year, Max. Good to see you on here, mate. Um, Max, who's yeah. <laughs> yeah, tracking with us and good friend, isn't he, Max? Yeah. Um, let's have a look. So, what else have we got here? Do you think some airlines will probably have the vaccine as well? Oh, brilliant. Lindsay just answered that for you. Yes, it looks like they yeah. will. Um, yeah, according to um, Qantas um, and Mark, that's uh, that's likely to go ahead. Yeah, someone uh, asked, um, I think it was Andrew, just, just dropping in, Dave. Due to go to EBC in April, uh, he's happy and flexible to leave it until the last minute. No worries, and um, uh, but wondering if you guys have a minimum group size. We actually don't. Um, with our trips, we, we kind of... Uh, you well, know, get one. People who, yeah, yeah, I'd say minimum <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, you know, we get people who want to go on their own, and, uh, you know, we do private trips, which which does cost a bit more if you're interested in having a private trip. You know, but some people want, you know, their own space, and that's cool. Um, uh, you know, other people want to be be part of the groups. And, yeah, um, essentially, we can run a trip with one person. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, if you want to wait until close to the time, that's fine. I mean, who knows with the, the current situation, it can change at any moment. But, um, yeah, yeah uh, just, just keep in touch with us, and and let awesome. us know um, how you're feeling about it and uh, closer to your trip. Twenty uh, fourth of April. It's gonna. It's crazy because I know. It, you know, we can't believe how fast last year went, and now we're five days into January. You're like, geez, we're back. Okay, January. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Let's go. Think about it. Like literally, it seems like a couple of yeah. months ago. I went to Kilimanjaro, and it was in February. It's gonna be a year soon. Insane. But um, it's awesome. crazy. Gary Hall. Uh, have we thought about extending the spring season to EBC or starting yeah. the winter season early? So very good question. So extending the spring seasons not really feasible because what you're extending it into is the mon is the monsoon season so you know june july august and and probably what half of or two-thirds of september um you're sort of in the monsoon season there now the reason why we don't go trekking in the monsoon season is because a it's torrentially wet me and andy actually caught uh the tail end of monsoon rains out in the himalaya and um just like wales I mean, it, it's exhausting walking in that level of rain. It was insane. But being, yeah. you know, Welsh and semi-aquatic, we are used to it. Um, but the big thing is that there's no view. Um, you know, rain means clouds. Clouds mean no view. That means you're going out there to just walk around and not yeah. see Everest and not see the mountains. Then there's the winter one. So we are pushing into December at the moment. Now, Winter, it, it is possible to go out there and you can get some good views on occasion. You know, you're still going to get heavy cloud cover from snow and stuff like that. But Andy's actually done a winter trek. And um, he's, you can read his blog, Welshman Walking. And it's what I initially read that kind of like spurned me to go. Anyway, another story. But it's like cold to your bones, man. It's like minus 25 sometimes at night, especially in high altitude you get a lot of cloud cover and a lot of snow cover. So it's one of those things where we we, we generally don't run groups there because yeah. Lukla is a problem, you know, um, getting there and getting back there, getting delayed is an issue. Andy, you know, when you went there, you were stuck there for a week, was it, in Lukla? Uh, no, I was stuck there for about four or five days. I mean, this is before we started the company, but uh, yeah, in, in winter, which is February, um, uh, you know, early February, because it was January into February. Yeah, weather came in, and sometimes in winter, weather comes in, doesn't leave for weeks. So with Lukla being uh, in and out, pretty much the only option, um, uh, you know, it was, yeah, I mean, you know, like like being stuck in Kathmandu. Luckily, there was, um, you know, you could walk around, and there was a few, I remember there was a Scottish pub there that was open. So, um, yeah. you know, we made sure, made good use of that. Yeah. Uh, four days, but um, luckily, I was, it was, I was on my own, uh, but I, I was met a couple of Dutch guys, and yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. But, 
you know, when, when we come in, when it comes to running trips, um, you know, it makes it very difficult during monsoon and during winter, which is why we don't run trips during then essentially um, because of the issues, uh, because it's just hard to stick to dates. Um, you yeah. know, if you've got heaps of time, it's, it's probably not an issue, but we've, in terms of group trips, we don't run them during those times. Yeah. And um, I'm being punched in the rib by Lawrence, sort of figuratively speaking, just to clarify an issue. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you do go uh, like, so it was going back to like the minimum group size, Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's like one of you on a group. So what, if one person books, we guarantee the trip to go ahead. We don't cancel trips based on um, you know a low number, but also it doesn't cost any more or any less to go on your own. So the price is the price you book on, and then hope you know nine times out of ten or ninety nine times out of a hundred, there's a group involved because yeah. that's the nature of how we fill them. Um, very few occasions, you know, if it's like particularly a. a you know, a trip that we don't, that's maybe not as popular as a classic EBC. So something like Island Peak or Mera Peak, um, you know, if there's an individual that's booked to go and no one else books, we guarantee the trip to go, but you don't pay a premium for that. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I confused everyone. Um, but yeah, essentially it's, uh, you know, if, if you want to go and we can go and, uh, you know, and it's safe to go, um, you know, obviously with, with COVID, it's a bit challenging, but, you know, we'll uh, we'll get you out there. Um, yeah, I see, I see Lawrence posted uh, one of my old blogs. Yeah, I, before I started Evertrek, I, uh, I've always been into my travel writing and I did a little bit of a blog. It's uh, it's a bit rusty in terms of the type of writing it is. Excuse the swear words, but uh, I hope it gives you a little bit of a uh, an insight. I like it. Still my favorite blog you've ever written. <laughs> yeah, I need to go through it. It's, uh, I realized my, my grammar was rubbish. No, uh, no honestly, don't change a single thing. I love it the way it is. That, that blog actually means a lot to me. So I want a copy of the original if you're going to change it. Because, um, yeah, going back before any of this existed, before I was sat in this office and stuff like that, me and Andy worked together for, in a bank, weirdly. And um yeah, we we like me and Andy became friends over like a like a, a mutual love of like Lord of the Rings and geeky stuff like that. But actually yeah. we never really that environment was such that we couldn't sit down and talk a lot. And then yeah. I left the bank and then eventually Andy left the bank and we were still friends on Facebook. And then, you know, it might have been two years later or maybe longer, I don't know. I just saw him post this blog and it was in the middle of his trip or towards yeah. the end i was like what what he's gone to base camp and then i read it and then i went back and read the whole thing and um it's still on one of our little posts isn't it where i dropped i just dropped andy a little message on facebook yeah and um, i said oh when you get back let's hook up i want to i want to i want to know about this and uh all i wanted really was a recommendation about you know book with this airline go here and um now i now i'm here and it's my whole life <laughs> Uh, you're a customer, customer one, wouldn't you? You were uh, yeah, like, well, customer, customer zero. I like to call myself, you know, patient zero. So um, <laughs> arguably, it's all my fault. But um, but yeah, it's amazing. And actually, out in behind me in that other room, uh, me and Andy met in Bill's Cafe in Cardiff, and um, I asked the uh, waiter for a pen and paper, and he gave me like a, a thin receipt roll like that and a pen, and that was the first ever Evertrek kit list written <laughs> on that receipt um all from andy's recommendations and um i kept it for years in my wallet and it went to base camp with me twice and then yeah and then i gave i i, I put it in a frame and gave it back to andy then for christmas and um yeah it's so funny to look at that thing every time i go out there i look at it and i think wow that was the first guide <laughs> you know. it's, it's evolved a little bit more now we've got slightly more advanced than uh you know back of receipts uh, i like to think uh you know <laughs> it's a little bit different these days but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's great. I love it when you tell that story. It's always, uh, it's always nice. And it, all of you guys, you know, um, it's like I see this as part of a community. We've all got our own stories and our own adventures. And that's why I love this kind of thing, because we can all share that. Um, you know, it's fantastic. And that's what we're here for. We're here to, to help you get out there when, when, you know, when we can. Uh, you know, we, we want to get out there as, as, as soon as we can. And uh, I know loads of you have released some of your, your blogs as well. You know, I, I know I've done one, but there's, I've seen a few ones I've, I've really loved. I think it was Brooke. Uh, Shona's done one. I think Ramona. There's been some, uh, loads of people have done them. Sorry if I, I, I've forgotten the ones you've done, but some of them are fantastic because they they do give a little bit of an insight into what the trip is like. And, you know, if you know a little bit more before you go, I think it makes a huge difference when you're out there, you know, and, and other people have I've done these things and it helps, you know, it really helps, you know, yeah. that uh, anyone, anyone can do it. 
It does. Um, you know, if you want to do it, if you've got the right mindset, you've got a bit of oomph, you've got a bit of motivation, you want to take on the challenge, anyone can do it in my eyes. Exactly. That's how I know, you know, when people worry about like, um, yeah. the first time I ever went, I didn't even bring like a duffel bag or anything. I brought a rucksack and yeah. my entire setup, I think, weighed about 13 kilos, everything. And um, I'll be honest, I wish I brought more pants. Um, <laughs> but, like, but, but yeah, it is possible to do EBC without um, 30 kilos of gear. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that's what, you know, just thinking about this time now, many of you, it might be your first time going and stuff like that. And um, it's amazing, like how possible it is and how my mindset has changed, yeah. you know, because initially it was, it was impossible. It was something, something other people did. And yeah. I was working for a bank and I was fat and unfit and unhappy, you know, not, de- not depressed, but not, not doing everything I wanted to do, you know. And then yeah. literally I just saw a mate who I used to work with had gone and done it. And I was like, well, we're not so different. Him and I, you know, we, right. and then, you know, I just did a little bit of training and put a little bit of effort in. Um, well, a lot of training back then, <laughs> but, I had a, but I had a lot to do. <laughs> and then um, and then I went out there, and now it's something that I'll do at the drop of a hat, you know? It's um, it's crazy how my mindset's changed on it, really. Nice, Dave, nice. A um, couple more questions, then. I know we've been going for 40 minutes. It's been flying by, isn't it? Um, someone did ask, uh, who was it? I think it was Ash. Um, Trekking EBC next October. When we arrive to Gorek Shep after base camp, do we go back the same way? Or do we go over Chola Pass to Gokyo? So yeah, um, Ash, it's actually a different trip. Um, if you if you go into Gokyo Valley, um, that is a, a, another trip that we do. It's three days longer. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, there's, depending on the weather is depending on uh, sort of which direction you go because we we always remain you know have a flexible approach when it comes to these trips. And uh, obviously the the destination is Everest Base Camp. Uh, whether you go into Gokyo first or you know anti clockwise as such. Uh, which I think is, is the way you explain there is to go over Shola Pass. Um, we've done it sometimes if it's really, really bad and it's impassable. Um, you know, we've done that before. But essentially, yeah, to go over Shola Pass, you, you need to go on the Gokyo Valley trip. Um, you know, and if you're interested, Ash, I'm more than happy to, to, to put you on that date, uh, on that trip. Um, if you want to drop us a little email, info at evertrek.co.uk, we can put that on there. Um, obviously, the classic route, it's a fantastic trip in its own right. But yeah, Gokyo Valley, it's, you know, it is uh, the Kumbu Valley on steroids. It is, is beautiful. Um, it's yeah. lovely. You've got the lakes there. Um, it's a little bit harder, you know, go over Chola Pass because, you know, you're 5,300 meters, a little bit higher than base camp. You know, it's obviously going over a high pass. So it is challenging, but, uh, you know, that's what we're here for. So, yeah, um, if you want to just uh, hit us up, send us a message. Awesome. And uh, Dave Rimington's asked an interesting question yes. about training. So hypoxia training mass. Yes. I hired altitude tents or altitude hotel stays. Anyone tried them? So first thing I would say is those masks that like restrict oxygen, oxygen flow, they don't do anything for acclimatization. No. Um, I don't know whether or not they make you fitter or anything like that. Um, they might make your lungs stronger. I'm not 100% certain. I know the information that I've had from our friends at the altitude center and for some people that are in really in the know about this, say they don't work really. They're more of a gimmick than anything else. However, on an individual basis, if you try one and you feel better for it, then, you know, fill your boots. But, you know, they don't do anything for acclimatization, you know, so they don't produce more red blood cells. They don't get you used to high altitude. Um, uh, hotel stays, I don't think you would be there for long enough, really, for it to have any yeah. effect. Um, however, the, you know, athletes, for, for instance, that do like high altitude training camps are there for months. Yeah. Um, high altitude tents, though, they can potentially work. Um, yeah. And the altitude center do use them. They they hire them out. So you would sleep in one. I think there's one that just goes over your head. And then there's another type that goes over the whole bed. Um, and sleeping in those things does um, give you a degree of acclimatization. Um, sometimes that can make a big difference. Um, to their, um, their facilities where you can actually do simulated altitude training. So they actually raise the altitude, not only with the oxygen levels, you know, not by just restricting oxygen, but actually, you know, it, it's a it's a lot more to do with like pressure and stuff like that. So they do a lot of scientific malarkey. Um, but yeah, that that does make a big difference. So yeah, if you are interested in doing some pre-acclimatization, hook up with the guys at the Altitude Center because they really are in the know. Um, yeah. Things like altitude, um, their facilities and tents and things like that, they work. As far as I'm aware, masks don't. 
And if you go to a hotel, make sure you book in for three months. And that old <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, Dave, I uh, know Dave's an Evertrekker. So if you go to your members area, um, there is a little tab there where you can actually fill in a form. Uh, the Altitude Centre will get in touch with you. Um, just so, you know, they, they do uh, basically private, um, you know, different things, depending on your situation, depending on when your date is. Um, and they could come back to you with um, some ideas and plans. Um, but yeah, part of it is that, uh, you know, because they're very knowledgeable. And we, we like to think that we, um, you know, we have certain level of experience, but these guys, when it comes to this stuff, uh, you know, hypoxic training, especially in um, altitude tents uh, or altitude, uh, you know, rooms, if you like, um, they know uh, obviously a bit more about that. Um, you know, yeah. they're the experts when it comes to that side of things. And they're great guys as well, the altitude center, definitely get in touch with them. Um, I mean, it, it, there's like the way we always talk about it is, you know, don't use it as a instead, do it as an add-on. Yeah. So like you, you don't need altitude tents to succeed or altitude. You, if you go to average base camp, you know, Machu Picchu, you know, uh, any, any peak, um, you know, Kilimanjaro, you know, with the right training, the right mindset and, and doing the right things on the trek, you will enjoy your trip and altitude will be fine. Yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 to supplement that you can use altitude, um, tents. Um, you know, they're, they're really used by people who are, uh, who like to go a bit higher, you know, people who are summit in Everest, you know, people who are want to, um, you know, have less days to acclimatize. Basically it's, it's a way of doing it. Um, so you can, that can assist with, um, acclimatization, but there's, you know, the, the tried and trusted method, slow and steady, you know, sleep high, uh, high, high, sleep low when you're on a trip, um, yeah. you know, doing the right things, getting your body in the right place, getting your mind in the right place. Those things in, in, in our opinion are the things you can focus on, but you know, these things are here. That's proven that these altitude tents do work There's some science behind it. And, you know, if you want to use that as well, um, you know, it's not going to hurt you. Um, definitely. So yeah, give, give the guys, yeah. um, Sam and his team at the altitude center, um, give them a, give them a little message. And like I said, it could be in the members area. Um, you'll see a tab there and you can just uh, fill in the details. They go back to you then. Yeah. Uh, they're all working from home at the moment and it is closed because of lockdown, but they'll be able to give you some advice on how to proceed next. Yeah. Yeah. I really like what you said there, actually. Yeah. It's not a substitute for a proper acclimatization and following yeah. the maintenance rules and things like that, but it, it you know, it can give you peace of mind and certainly if you yeah. go in six thousand meters and above it can make it can make a difference but like um you know i know um, myself and andy have been to base camp and kilimanjaro <laughs> excuse me and they've done those things many times and actually you know been there successfully and done it successfully just by you know walking slow hydration yeah. you staying positive that type of thing will make a huge difference um yeah okay um, yeah. let's have a quick look Happy year, james oh happy new year mate um I've seen he's been out on his bike quite a lot recently, so um, I know he's been putting the miles in. Um, he, has, he has, yeah. James came with us to, um, uh, luckily, before all this kicked off, uh, he summited Killy with us uh, back, uh, the, seems like an eternity ago now, but uh, yeah, James smashed it. He was on the summit of Kilimanjaro, and he's, uh, he's looking forward to some future adventures on his bike day, right? Yeah, exactly, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, who, who knows? <laughs> well, we'll be, we'll be over the, I mean, we, we, let's talk about, maybe going ahead now. I know we've, we've got a lot of uh, que uh, questions we've, we've taken on here. Yeah. But we've got a lot, you know, even though things are happening, just like last year, you know, we we like to think that we, you know, we're controlling the controllables. We're, we're sticking to our own sphere of influence. And we, we've got lots of stuff we're going to introduce this year. Um, yeah. and I, obviously, I didn't want to steal Dale, Dave's thunder there. No, no, mate. Some... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got lots of exciting stuff um, going ahead, you know, new trips for us. Because, you know, we're not, we're not going to stop. Although we can't go to these countries, we're still going to plan for when we can. And part of that is new trips. Part of that is new stuff. Maybe in the UK, if we're not allowed to travel, we're trying to introduce some more stuff. I know we've yeah. talked about Snowdonia, um, Scotland trips, you know, different different kind of trips for us, really, um, because essentially, you know, high altitude trekking is where we're at. But yeah, we've, we've also got, um, you know, something on the side, which will be announced very, very soon, uh, which we're really excited about, which is not on your feet, but on two wheels instead. And it's uh, it's a it's a separate thing, but you know it's part of the same adventure circle as we like to call it. And uh, yeah, we're really excited about that. We'll definitely give you more information when we've got it in terms of uh, nice. trips and things like that. But we're really excited, and you know you're on here. We thought we'd give you a little snippet of what's to come. Um, you know that's a kind of new adventure for us uh, on the on the side, but it's going to be a big adventure as well, just as big as us. And uh, you know we're really excited about that, aren't we, Dave? Yeah, mate. I can't. Um... 
yeah, I can't express how happy I am about this because <laughs> one of the things we've always done is, is you know, that if, if we enjoy something and we want to do it, then we go into it 110%. And yeah. that's what we've done with this new thing. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll do a proper big, you know, fluffy announcement with it, you know, but that, that that's a nice little teaser. And, you know, it, it's going to be seriously epic, seriously epic. It's going to be fantastic. And um, I can't wait to share it with all of you guys. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be epic. Joel Palmer, get in, damn right, my friend. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, like those of you that like you know know this, know I do a lot of training on the bike as well. Um, I used to do a lot of running, yeah. um, but uh, my knees are now ready, you know, fit to burst. <laughs> so um, you know, uh, I, I do cycling now predominantly, and it's always it's always been a passion of mine. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we will come back to my chair a sec all right yeah no worries no worries but no we'll uh with more information on that we'll we'll definitely um give you guys uh, you know some more concrete info but essentially it does involve two wheels and it does involve mountains and it's going to be fantastic um you know so we'll we'll give you uh more on that but that's you know something separate when it comes to trekking when it comes to climbing uh we've got lots to look forward to this year especially um you know some more adventures that might be a little bit closer than nepal uh, or South America, um, you know, we, we, we're going to do try and do some more around Europe if we can. Um, but it's got to be altitude, you know, it's got to be trekking and climbing. Um, you know, we can't wait. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely keep you guys uh, hooked up with all that. Um, yeah, for all of you, you know, we're not long now until we sign off. But, you know, keep going. Stay positive. I know it's challenging right now. I know the news over the last couple of weeks, 48 hours, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, let, let's crack on. Let's control what we can control. Let's plan. Let's let's plan now for when we can, and uh, we'd have a, a you know an awesome time when we can. Yeah. And uh, you know, but we're here. Uh, we're going to continue to do these every week. Hope you've enjoyed today. Uh, a little bit different, you know. We 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 thought we'd start like this in the, in the new year because 2021, we want to make it an awesome year. But you know, yeah. we've obviously got restrictions now. But we're here again to make that happen for you. Um, and Dave, is there anything you want to add before we finish? Yeah, I think. Um... You know, it's it's been like, yeah, we really wanted to do this really just to kickstart all of you guys, everyone in the community and yeah. ourselves off on the right foot. 2021 already has tried to kick us in the balls, um, yeah. but we're not going to let it happen. You know, we're going to bob, we're going to weave, we're going to roll with the punches and then we're going to yeah. do what we need to do and get done what we want to get done. And um, honestly, I feel like so, so happy, you know, just to see all you got. Uh, I was going to say, see all your lovely faces, see all your lovely names. You know, obviously um, the one notice was mentioned earlier and I, cause I know Diane is booked on one and probably a few others is obviously the training weekend in Wales that we did initially have planned. Unfortunately um, we can't do more, but hopefully we want to get, I want to see each and every one of your names on the training weekend this year at some point, hopefully. Oh, I'd love um, that. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. You know, so we can do the uh, the tune in Tuesday for three days straight next door to a pub. Sound good? Yeah. <laughs> well, why not? Let's make it the drunken yak. Let's uh, let's go there, shall we? Uh, let's see if we can get in there yeah. sometimes. But well, if I, if I Jen first before we move. <laughs> 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 She'd be like, "Who are these people?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> um, but now, like, great to great to, to see you on the live, and um, yeah, we'll uh, have an awesome week as much as you can. Stay safe, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch you next Tuesday. All the best, guys. Bye. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. Thank you.